You're listening to The Uncommon Podcast, where we celebrate the stories of men and women who are living uncommon lives. These individuals pursue excellence and purpose in their relationships and work. They optimize their health and stewardship, and they embody victorious vision and fervent faith. Be inspired and encouraged to follow your own uncommon path and live a life of authenticity, accountability, and adventure. Hello and welcome to The Uncommon Podcast. I am your one of your hosts, Ryan Garvey. And I'm Philip Ramsey. Welcome, welcome. Today is going to be a fun one. Uh, we're getting into the origin story. How did this all begin? Uh, how did a young, a younger Philip back in the day take this dream and start taking action and put it, make it into a reality? And yeah, where did it all begin? Where's it going? Um, the, that's, that's a good <laughs> that's question. A million dollar question. Yeah, right. God only knows. True. <laughs> so yeah, I'm really just gonna. Ask Philip some questions. Uh, okay. And yeah, I'm excited to hear. These are questions I don't even know the answers to, really. So I probably don't either. Yeah. So hang on. But it's going to give you, dear listeners, just a, a cool insight onto how kind of what was the conception of this and where we hope uh, it's going moving forward and how we hope to make an impact. Yeah, key word there is hope. Yeah. Uh, that's what I'll say there. Faith, the hope in what is not seen. That's right. Your core value is faith, one of them. So <laughs> this right. is good. Numero uno. So yeah, just my first question. So you might be surprised, listener, to know that this did not start as The Uncommon. It was actually, what was it called? It was called The Fraternity. All right. Well, let's just start with the name. <laughs> the, not the, The <laughs> and Fraternity. Yeah. So yeah, can you tell tell us what inspired that name? Yeah. Yeah, so the name. I was laying in bed one one night and had kind of this idea, I would say. Uh, and I wanted to somehow name it as it was getting more momentum than I thought it would. And so I was like, what? what is the essence of this? And I thought about in college, I wasn't part of a fraternity for the record. Um, that's kind of, we can unpack that later, but uh, I just wasn't. And so... And because there were so many people around me in college, I just felt like I didn't need an extra thing to then go do. And I just had all these friends. So great. Um, But after college, I felt like I kind of needed that again. Like I just want a core group of guys that know me, know my inner workings, know my strengths and my weaknesses. And I wanted to do life with them. And I was like, that's kind of like a fraternity. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then I kind of thought like it'd be really neat to have a website i'm not a website creator by any stretch uh, but i thought it would just be neat for this thing that i had an idea in my head if like hey let's do this at an excellent level that kind of surpasses what even i thought it could be and i thought maybe having a website would be neat Uh, and so putting those together i thought well what kind of websites are out there so i kind of did the old GoDaddy. what kind of websites are there and um none no good ones and i didn't want a dot org dot whatever. Um, so I was thinking of, and I think it's, this is the dumb part, but I think it has some, I think it's fun to talk about, but you know, in college you sit watching their high school or your college football and you, you, they go through the roster of the O line and the, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, and there's always that guy, the, <laughs> the Ohio state, yep. you know, and you're like, what, what, what is the difference here? What, what are we, and, and I don't know the origin of that one. So I don't know, but 
I thought to myself, like, okay, the fraternity kind of has a ring to it. Uh, and so I just looked at GoDaddy and it was open and I super late at night, I bought the website. <laughs> and so there it went, the, the part, um, goes together nice with fraternity. And that's the, that's the origin story of the website. Awesome. It's still up today. It the, is. Yep. The fraternity.com. Uh, not a lot of people have gone to it, but <laughs> it's I've there. I've been on it a couple of times. Uh, it's well, clean. It's, it's easy horrible. to navigate. I did it. I did it myself. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's a there's a whole thing about it, but it's done. Awesome. So, how long had you been wanting to create this kind of group? What was the first thing you did to kind of take this idea into action? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so, I just I've always had just I just love being around my friends. Um, we've mentioned it n- numerous times on this podcast, but we play ultimate Frisbee on Wednesday. And, uh, when I get there, there's either, th- there's either one or three people who say happy birthday, Philip, yep. because like on my birthday, I would want to be hanging out with my friends competing at a above average level and just having fun. Yep. And so I've always been drawn to one competing and also just being around people and guys and, and being authentic. And I think that's kind of attractive. And so when we uh, started this whole thing, I just thought, man, I want to do this. And I think there's another level that other people want to do this too. They just don't have any way to express themselves. And so that's the kind of genesis of this. And so on a whim, I kind of had this idea of like, it would be fun to just have a guy's weekend. And like, we would just have fun. Like there's really no intention other than just hanging out and having fun. And so I posted something on Facebook Mm -hmm. uh, and 83 people were like, either commented I'm in yeah. or liked it or somehow engaged with it. And yeah. I was like, I just needed seven guys, you know, like <laughs> shoot waiting list. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it ended up being 83 and 84. And the interesting thing was there was a lot of women that commented like my husband needs this. Yeah. And so I knew right away, like, wow, there's momentum here that maybe what I'm thinking is more needed than I ever thought it would be. And then, and so the fraternity happened after it. That's what I named it after. Uh, and, and it strategically, I went through the whole list. This is probably a question you're going to ask, but, uh, and I wanted to be intentional about the people that I invited. I didn't want them from just one sphere mm-hmm. of, uh, of my life. Um, I wanted them in different pockets. And if you know anything about me, I have different spheres and different pockets of friends yep. and, I would love them all to interact together for the record. And in my 40th birthday, my wife threw a surprise birthday. They got to interact together, which was awesome. And yep. I think some people got to introduce their new favorite best friend. Uh, Cause I just have so many amazing friends. So I wanted to get one from each kind of area yeah. of influence. So we all could kind of interact together. Yeah. Like a di- pretty diverse group. Very diverse. Yeah, for sure. That's awesome. So what were, I'll test your memory of your website. The oh, What were kind of the core components of the oh, experience gosh. that you were wanting it right. to be characterized by? Definitely just having fun. Uh-huh. Fun was having fun, like, and then also being like being real and being authentic, I think was one of those things of, Hey, what's going on in your life? And could this be a reprieve for you just to have fun and be a kid again? but have somebody be intentional about your time. Cause I've been in these things before and I go there and there's a lot of downtime. Mm-hmm. I didn't really want a lot of downtime in yep. this thing. I wanted to be going constantly, <laughs> but not feeling like overwhelmed. I wanted you to feel like excited for the next thing. Yep. Like, Whoa, the first thing. And, and we've talked about this in podcasts before, but I love 
trying to take somebody who's kind of like skeptical and turning them into be a huge believer. Yeah. And I knew there was a couple things I had planned during the weekend that I knew that I was excited and I couldn't wait to like introduce it to everybody else. And nobody, I think this is important to say, had any idea what we were going to do this weekend. Yep. And it was expensive. It was, it was, it costs something too. Um, for, was, for you and the people that oh, yeah. participated. Yeah. I didn't win. I didn't, I didn't make a lot of money on the first <laughs> or the second, but it was $550 per person. Okay. So if you think about that, it's, it's a weekend, but that's a lot of money. I mm-hmm. mean, if you don't know what you're going to do, like that's a huge trust level that people were like, okay, let's yeah. see what we can do, you know? Um, and hopefully they had a great experience yeah. with that. And it speaks to the level of just trust and rapport that they had with you. Yeah. Right. To, to right. make that investment. <laughs> yeah. Of I, money as well as time. I'm you know? still kind of like blown away. That they <laughs> yeah. do that way. That's great. So for that first year, that was two years ago, yep. that first weekend, how did you set about designing the experience? That's a great question. Uh, things that I wanted to do that maybe I haven't done either in a long time or I haven't done with these friends. Uh, so every experience I also thought about like what core value could I associate this with, uh, that kind of teaches you something a little bit about me, but also what God's teaching me. Um, I'm trying to think, for example, full throttle is something that I, I named one of these experiences. Okay full throttle. What was the experience? Do you remember? Yeah, I do. <laughs> right. Uh, I could go through all of them, but I don't know if that would be the best. And like, <laughs> yeah. who knows what's going to happen in the future. So you want to be, uh, definitely surprised at some of these yep. things, but this one I think is fun to talk about. And full throttle to me was like the more, the older I get, the more excited I get about people who are like full throttle all in. Mm-hmm. Like there's some respect value there. That's like, wow, you went all in. I'm standing up to watch to see if you win this hand in poker or whatever, okay. you know, like everyone's kind of like excited about yeah. it. Uh, and I value that. I value when people are like, no, this is, I'm all into my family or my faith and like whatever it is, I, I just kind of like about it. So full throttle was the experience. And then we went uh, indoor go-karting nice. um, in Grimes. There was eight of us and we did, uh, I think it was an eight lap warm up. There was a 14 lap qualifying. And then there was a, from the start, just full throttle yeah. to the end uh, who's going to win. And then the winner, this is my favorite part, which was not me, Robert, Robbie Baker. Uh, turn, turns out that he uh, raced go-karts in the past. I'm not <laughs> angry. Uh, He's a hustler. Happy for him. Uh, but he, we got a, we gave him champagne and he shook it up and they got oh. to do the deal, which which is just fun, right? Yeah. Like, wait, there's not a lot of times where you could grab champagne to like give yeah. it a rip. Uh, <laughs> and so just things like that was really fun. And then the whole weekend we had numbers associated with every experience. Uh-huh. Um, and then depending on if you win, you got higher numbers than if you got, if you didn't win and it kept everyone engaged. It was something that like, we all kind of want to do well. Mm-hmm. One of my core values is competition. And so even if you were on the bottom, you're like, no, next one I'm going to win. Yeah. You know, like, and so nobody wants to finish last. <laughs> no one wants to finish last. Uh, and then the f- the food and the drinks were all prepared, the, the housing. So you got to stay and, and we had a great time. Yeah. What about, the letters can you talk about yeah because that's a powerful thing yeah so uh one thing that we did um beforehand was i reached out to every one of uh the people's significant others uh spouses and if they weren't married then somebody that was really close to them Um, and i asked them just to write an encouraging letter kind of like in camp when you were a kid i think a lot of people do that for children but 
and it's not like they don't need it. They need it when they're kids, but we also kind of need it when we're adults Mm -hmm. and getting encouraged by those around you that love you the most is pretty powerful. And then having an environment to talk through those with guys who don't get that opportunity a lot was really neat. And hearing what people said about them and how they process that um, in a loving environment, like with people who truly are knowing them mm-hmm. in a deeper level that not a lot of people get to go there. Um, but what a powerful uh, time it was that people cared enough to just write a letter. You know? yeah. And there was a lot of letters that I had to compile and organize. <laughs> and oh dear, you know. Yep, not an easy task, but a worthwhile one. A worthwhile one for sure. Yeah, I think another thing about letters is when you write someone a letter, I think you just feel the freedom and the safety to like really say what's on your heart. Like mm. things that it's good. you might not say face to face or like on the phone. Cause mm. you're just like, well, they're not in front of me. So I can say yeah. whatever I want, not like say bad stuff, but right. like true heartfelt things. And then right. to read that is so powerful. Right. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. I felt like those, that first eight, you know, that first year that we did the fraternity, like those are going to be my boys forever. You know, like mm-hmm. they, we just went through a lot of different things and we, we processed a lot and we worked through a lot. There's just not a lot of times out there as a father that we get a chance to actually like pour into ourselves and have other people pour into ourselves. And yeah. so one thing that I will mention that we did, um, because not a lot of people knew each other cause we kind of like pulled from different areas. Yep. And, um, so when they first came in, I got to give them one word that I really like. When I look at you, this is the one word that I think of. Mm-hmm. Calculated for Andrew Pistorius. You know, like he's just like, he's just wise and calculated. Uh, and then <laughs> Ian Nelson Johnson, I think it was full throttle. Like, dude, he is just, I love the guy, yeah. you know? And so we got to go through and everyone kind of got to see different perspectives and different personalities through my lens. And it was really edifying for the guys too, because yeah, who do you think I am in one word? Like, I kind of want to know, you know? And so that's what we started the weekend with. Uh, And then at the end, the end, we, uh, I ask everybody at the beginning of the weekend to be observant of maybe a word that you can encourage other people with at the end of the weekend. Uh, And then Matt Jens, you know, over and above Matt Jens, (laughs) the great white Buffalo, shout out (laughs) to my man. Uh, he wrote uh, not only a word, but a Bible verse for every person. Oh, wow. It was so took powerful. Took it to the next level. Took, of course he did. <laughs> that's just what he does. Yep. Uh, his word for, was next level. I'm totally kidding. That's not what my <laughs> word was. Uh, but like, what a cool thing. Just at the end of the weekend, and everybody had a word for everybody else. So that means like you had six different people. Hey, here's my word for you. And here's why I said that word. Yep. So cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, having been a part of the second the fraternity weekend this past year, that was a super powerful thing for me to not, to not only to definitely to get those words. And I, those are words I've held on to and reflected on, but also just to think, you know, deeply on these other men and, and what core value, what really like shines through and, yeah. and, and be able to affirm them. And right. that is, is awesome. <laughs> so yeah, you next question you've, now done two the yep. uncommon weekends. Yep. Can you talk a little bit about what the main differences were from yeah. year to year? The good. things that improved from year one, and maybe the things. Oh, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. I can talk <laughs> through that all day. Um, yeah. So something that we did. So we called the the first year that we ever did this. We called them the founding fathers. Uh, these are the people who went through it the first time, uh, and. So we really had a conversation and I was kind of open-handed of like, Hey, what, what do we want to make this group into? How do we want to grow this group? 
because as I knew, like in the back of my head, I had 83 other people or 84 in my Facebook were like, I want a part of this. And, <laughs> but I didn't want it just to just be about like what I wanted. I wanted to make sure that we had a, you know, cohesive, uh, unit talking through this. And, um, so what ended up happening is that everyone's like, Hey, I think everyone should invite one person to the next one. Uh, and then we do it next year. And I was like, that sounds great. You know, <laughs> like I'm okay with that. Uh, and so we all, we all did that. And then we all got together. All the founding fathers came back to the second one, which is a big deal. Like, and it's still same amount of money, you know, like, <laughs> yep. uh, it's still expensive and you still don't know what you're going to do. Although the founding fathers had a good idea of what they were going to get themselves into. There was also a couple different experiences that we went through that were totally new to them and yep. they loved it. And then as I called them as the second, the fraternity weekend kind of started kicking off, I asked them, Hey, do you want to know what we're going to be doing? Uh, and some did and some didn't like they really oh, enjoyed that. Yeah. Uh, and so the second time we did it, um, we ended up having 16 people so we couldn't do it. The first one was done at my house. The second one, we just didn't have enough beds for that. Yeah. And so we ended up going to Wildwood Hills ranch yep. and we rented out the bunkhouse and, uh, it was, <laughs> it was awesome, but you never know who's going to snore and who isn't, you know, you just don't know that. Yeah. Um, shout out Brian Ball. Uh, totally not the guy who snores, but I just felt like it was fun to shout out at that point. So <laughs> you already, thought it was? We already shouted out the guy yep. who did it. We'll just leave it at that. <laughs> he was very uh, calculated in his snoring. Yeah, so good. <laughs> oh, man. That was the best part. I'll just of say I didn't sleep at all that weekend. <laughs> you know who you are. Uh, and so we, it just wasn't as it wasn't as good for deep conversations. We were in two separate rooms. We were in two separate yeah. rooms. Uh, everyone had a lower bunk. So like no one was actually like bunking like top bottom, but it just, it just didn't feel as good as the first year. Um, and, and then you guys all just shared that giant waterbed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's powerful. That's uncommon. That's why we went to the, uh, and so, uh, that, that, that was something that I really noticed and okay. Full transparency. I, overbooked our experiences i think we had like we had a lot yeah it was intense (laughs) it was intense it was like hey no room to talk right now it's time to go to the next thing um which i love but i vastly underestimated how much i appreciated just having that deep conversations of like no but how what's going on in your life true um and each person on the second the fraternity weekend of the founding fathers so here's the two groups we had we had the founding fathers the eight that did the first year and then we had the recruits that did it the second year. Yep. And I had every person of the founding fathers introduce an experience and kind of told them, Hey, here's the experience. You have to pick out something that God's teaching you or you're learning in your life and correlate it to I don't know, paintball, you yep. know? <laughs> so, uh, it was really fun to hear other founding fathers kind of pull out, Hey, we're going to do this. We're going to have an experience. And what it really does is like pulls out this kind of core value and something that I've been learning. So those are the favorite, my favorite times I've learned is when, Hey, we're going to do something to kind of solidify what we're learning. Yeah. That's the way I've learned. So that's what we did. And I I wish I would have done a little less like playing and a little bit more conversation. And I wish we had a little bit more conducive like environment Uh and all stuff that we're obviously taking into account as we kind of, craft out the uncommon yeah so flip of the song a little more conversation a little less action exactly that's right <laughs> that's right right yeah because yeah having gone to the second one obviously i wasn't there year one but 
the the thing that resonated with me the most, and I think a lot of the guys, we even did a survey, and this was kind of the feedback was, yeah, the activities are awesome because it allows you to build rapport and friendships in a short amount of time because right. you're just having fun mm-hmm. and the walls kind of come down and you're just chopping it up and getting to know people. But then night two of our weekend, we had dinner at a restaurant. Yeah. And you did a great job of letting everybody eat, but then carving some time out at the end to let some of the men share about the letters they received. And then I think you also had a couple questions mm-hmm. of what was like, what was the time that you, um, was it a regret or? Yeah. What was the biggest regret in your life? Yeah. It's, it's Here a heavy go. question. Here we are. <laughs> yeah. Welcome. <laughs> the biggest impact that I had with that was how fast that went. Like we right. had an hour and 45 minutes and it was like, we got to go like finish your dessert. We got to go to the next thing, which uh, big whiff, (laughs) but there was a server that was serving us just some woman. She was awesome. She was great by the way. Uh, but we didn't know her. She didn't know us. And at one point she was like, what the hell is going on here? Like, (laughs) who are you guys? Who are you? And like, this is different. Like this is uncommon. She didn't use that word, but that would have been crazy. Wouldn't it have, (laughs) but she didn't use that word, but she was like, what is happening? And I true, true word. She was like, what the hell is going on here? You know, like I see guys opening up and being authentic because like we didn't really care if she was in there or not. Right. Like, this is who we are. I think that a couple of people cried. Yeah. You know, like yeah, it got real. It got real. Which when you're talking about your biggest regret, I don't think that's when he was crying. But like you can see how like, whoa, this is emotional. Emotional. Yep. And and I feel like these guys truly accept me. Like, let's go. Yeah. So um, it was neat to see her response to that of mm-hmm. like, this is awesome. You know, and we treated her great and she was great. Yeah. She's like, so have you guys been friends for like years? Like, ah, we all just met like yesterday. Yesterday, yeah. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. that's just speaks to the power of that type of um, experience though. So, all right, landing the plane here. So why are we talking about all this, the origin story, other than it just being funny and interesting? The I think the question we all want to know is then, how did we come from the fraternity this weekend of guys having fun and getting to know each other to where we're at now with... what we're trying to do with the uncommon. So where were we and where are we trying to go? Yeah, that's good. Um, And also I've been, I could talk about this for honestly two hours and I would love to give you every little detail (laughs) of what we did the first week and the second or the first year and the second year. But quite honestly, like I want to keep recreating that for people and I want to keep letting people have this experience that in a loving way, they get to un unpack some of the things that are on their plate what's in their backpack what are they holding what are we responsible for and so uh but a lot of people know and probably why you've listened to this podcast is i have another company called the uncommon wealth partners uh, or uncommon wealth partners i don't know if the is in there i don't think it is uh but i it's it's a thriving business where we get to look at finances in a different perspective and in that puts you in control of your finances and i get all hyped up about that too um, that being said, I don't want to ever leave that. And I feel like God's given me such a gift and I have to steward it well. So when I'm starting to think about what does this mean with the fraternity and uncommon wealth partners, the, the fraternity kind of was a fluke as much <laughs> as I like, well, let's just beta test this thing. Yeah. This is now the full throttle adult version of what the fraternity was. And I can't have it be a different brand than uncommon wealth partners. Because at the end of the day, we are helping people achieve their dreams and goals. And a lot of times we'll be managing their money. And when you're managing people's money, the last thing people want to hear is something changing. That's not helpful. Mm. Uh, And so trying to be as consistent as we can and continue to 
further that and impact people in such a, a way that they can go down and pursue their own uncommon path with their finances, this is a different way that you can go pursue your uncommon path and f- focus on your faith, your relationships, your health, your stewardship. You can dream again mm-hmm. and you can focus on what does your faith mean for you? Yeah. And there's a lot of people who are like, I got a lot of questions here. I have some question financially, but mainly like, my wife and I are really struggling. Hmm. How can I look at it in an uncommon perspective and bring a new definition to our normal? Yeah. Because our normal sucks. You know. <laughs> anyway, maybe that's not it. But it just gives a different people just to have an outlet to be able to pour in and look at it a different perspective. And so I, I definitely didn't want to change. And everybody that knows me at Uncommon Wealth Partners knows this is what my passion is. Yeah. And they, I believe this could be a fallacy. But they'll be okay with me going and pursuing this and impacting more people as long as I don't leave Uncommonwealth Partners. And I'm not going to leave Uncommonwealth Partners. I love it. <laughs> you heard it here first. You heard it here first. Yep. <laughs> I, I love it. And I get to impact a lot of people there. But I feel like there's even a bigger calling for this. And, and people need to hear it and want a different perspective on their life. And so I'm hopeful that we can do a lot more weekends. Uh, the fraternity. That's a question. What happens to that? No idea. So if you want to buy that website from me, please feel free. I'm just kidding. But um, I I almost can guarantee you that the founding fathers will always be bought in. Uh, and the recruits will be even more excited when they have an experience like the first year. Yeah. Uh, and that's probably the biggest feedback that we got from the second year. All the, all the founding fathers were like, let's do it again, but let's do it like where we have true, authentic time to, yep. to process things. And so we've taken all that feedback and, and, it kind of crafted this business into the uncommon. Yeah. And we hope that it's something that helps you gain a better understanding of yourself, but also pursues you down this path and like encourages you to be even better than you are. Cause mm-hmm. at the end of the day, like we said, like we have a lot of plates, a lot of responsibilities on our back. Yep. Sometimes it takes a little bit of an uncommon perspective to, to kind of rattle us and, and get yeah. us going forward. Yeah. And just some people around us who are, going down their own path to spur us on. And I'll just say after, after going on the second, uh, the fraternity weekend and as exhausted as I was when it was over, like I didn't want it to end in the sense that like, I didn't want these relationships to yes. like, right. You know, go away. Right. And so, yeah, that really just kind of started us on a conversation and an mm-hmm. exploration of right. how do we keep this going? Even though we're obviously not going to, do weekends like this every single weekend, but how do we still maintain this sense right. of community and continue to right. encourage each other and put different tools in our hands to excel? So I'm super glad you brought that up yeah. because at the end of the day, like I got to be honest with you, without Ryan Garvey, this thing would not get off the plane. Oh. Here's why. Because at the end of the day, the Uncommon Wealth Partners does take a lot of time for me. Mm-hmm. And something that we've done, it we haven't done a good job of is following up with the recruits and the founding fathers and keep like that community going. Cause I just haven't had time to do it and we haven't had an avenue to do it. Well, now we want in the uncommon to continue that and continue avenues for people to have this open dialogue, this open communication. So the weekend never really has to stop. Yeah. And then we have uh, a little bit more bandwidth and oomph financial oomph to be able to hold people accountable. Hey, this is my job, you know? <laughs> and uh, so that's, that's really an important piece that we really didn't get into, but without you, man, we're not here. I'll guarantee you. 
Hey, I'm just happy to be along for the ride and to be able to explore this along with you and try to grow myself, but also just inspire others to to do the same. So, yeah. That's good. I'm excited good, for whatever God has in store. I'm excited for it. And I always go back to that he does far more than what we ask or imagine. So I'm trying to think of some crazy things to ask him to do because I just know it's going to be bigger. <laughs> so Well, I'll say this. But I still have a lot of ideas of different experiences <laughs> that we can all go do. And quite honestly, I might be selfish in this, but like, I can't wait to go do them and do them with people to be able to process through. Cause like doing them on yourself, shooting a hole in one by yourself, not that exciting. Okay. <laughs> when you're shooting it with four other people, now these people are going to always talk about this and yeah. I will too, or if somebody else you see, right? So it's life is better with people. Yep. And, and so the sky's the limit. I'm telling you, there's some crazy ideas I have that um, cost way too much money. Be afraid. Be afraid. <laughs> be afraid, but also be super excited because we're going to be right there with you yep. and uh, pushing us to new levels and pushing ourselves to new levels and holding us accountable to step up. Yeah. Awesome. How are you going to close this out, man? You've been listening to The Uncommon Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Garvey. I'm Philip Ramsey. Go out and embrace your authentic. See you next time. Bye.